This is Stu Epperson from the Truth Talk podcast, connecting current events, pop culture, and theology. And we're so grateful for you that you've chosen the Truth Podcast Network. It's about to start in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, and please share it around with all your friends. Thanks for listening, and thanks for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. That's what this symbol means. The symbol of the House of El means hope. Embodied within that hope is the fundamental belief in the potential of every person to be a force for good. You've grown stronger here than I ever could have imagined. The only way to know how strong is to keep testing your limits. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show. I say this calls for action, and now... Mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper... Fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. So what would stop Superman today on the Christian Car Guy show? I mean, think about that a minute. What would stop Superman. So as you heard at the very beginning of that show, I mean of the intro, and we talked about it on the show a few times, where this is Superman's dad talking to him. It says that symbol means hope. Well, that symbol that's actually was originally designed for Superman's, you know, shirt there, or the, the 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 big red S that we think about, was actually a Zadik, which is a Hebrew letter which means righteous, and then righteousness is what we're headed for, and there's all the reason in the world for hope. So the whole concept of Superman developed by a couple Jewish boys for Marvel Comics, they were really looking for the Messiah. So you could say that, right, what would stop Jesus? Okay, so maybe that's a better way to say what I'm talking about today. What would stop Superman? What would stop Jesus, and we have an answer for you from Scripture today, but I need to tell you that this show is brought to you by Ab, which that's an aleph and a bet, which means father. You might have heard that Abba is Aramaic for father, but just in Hebrew, it's just Ab, just a, an aleph and a bet. And as this show goes on, you're going to see why this show today is brought to you by Ab. And I also want to share that I've been, you know, I was gone for a couple of weeks I went to a couple different camps, had a chance to really process a lot of stuff. And so I began to process the whole idea of the Christian Car Guy show and what, you know, what's it really about and what had God called me to do originally and what am I doing now? And so I remembered very specifically the night that he asked me to do the Christian Car Guy show, what he said, and I've never forgotten it, you know, the Spirit of God speaking to me said, Robbie, I want you to get on the radio and talk about what breaks your heart every day. And of course, in the car business at the time, I was the Chrysler dealer. 
in Moxville at that time in 2006. What broke my heart every day was people that were wrestling with crazy amounts of debt and all sorts. But what breaks me my heart today is a little different than what it broke 16 years ago. And what breaks my heart today, even for my own self, is that I don't walk with the Spirit of God leading me like I would hope. You know, Romans 8, 14, it says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. And so that whole idea of sonship um, or daughtership, as the case may be, is <laughs> it, it's very much a theme of today's show. So what would stop Jesus slash Superman? Well, two blind beggars, right? <laughs> two blind beggars who blind beggars who were needy out loud is the simple answer, but there's some really deep truth here if you're willing to dive in. And so to quote really an absolutely amazing sermon that Nikita Koloff has man camp, they, they showed this series of sermons by a man by the name of Dave Busby, who actually died in 1998 of cystic fibrosis. But man, did he have a message. And, and a lot of what I'm talking about is right there. And by the way, it's all at ChristianCarGuy.com, the actual original sermon that I got this from and all this. So in Matthew 20, 29 through 34, it reads sort of like this. So Jesus and his company, they were leaving Jericho and a large crowd, as you might imagine, followed him. And two people who were blind were sitting by the road and hearing that Jesus was passing by, they cried out, Lord, have mercy on us, son of David. But the crowd sternly warned them to be quiet. Now, in Aramaic, I think that reads, reads like, shut up, you blind beggars. <laughs> but the blind beggars said, you shut up. <laughs> and, and continued to cry out, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. And Jesus stopped and called them and said, what do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Lord, we want our eyes to be open and moved with compassion. Here we go. Jesus touched their eyes, and immediately they regained their sight. Now, do you remember this part? But the, when it says, and Jesus stopped and called to them. So you see, when they were being needy out loud, what happened? Superman stopped. It stopped Superman. So when you really think about what these blind beggars were doing, and oh, by the way, I'm a blind beggar, if you hadn't noticed. <laughs> I think if we really start to think about how we see things, we would realize that we are all blind beggars. But they were honest about their needs, right? That's number one. They were honest. Can I really be honest about what I need? And then they were needy out loud. In other words, they weren't just, did you ever meet anybody that never was needy? I mean, they're pretty boring people. So these beggars, <laughs> they were not only needy, but they were honest about their needs and they were needy out loud, which is really, really sort of the theme of what I wanted to call this show today maybe is needy out loud because you'll understand why in a minute after I tell this story on how this works out. Then not only were they needy out loud, but they took their needs to Jesus, right? And they were persistent against the naysayers. Shut up, you blind beggars. No, no, you, you shut up, right? <laughs> Jesus, son of David, right? Well, when they said son of David, see, they were saying, you're Superman, man. You're the Messiah. You can do this. And they were specific when he asked them, you know, Jesus said, what do you need? And, and so, so last week, um, sort of week before last, Sunday being the first day, so however you want to work that, I did this boot camp. And I had 
the first talk the first night. And when I did that talk, at the end of the talk, I kind of shared this concept of being needy out loud because at boot camps, we're hoping that guys will sit there and be needy, think about why they came to this camp, what they were hoping Jesus would do for them, be specific, be out loud. And we have these wonderful prayer cards that we give everybody. And then we have these ammo boxes around the camp. And so when you've got something that you realize is one of your needs or something you need us to pray for, we ask the guys to fill out these prayer cards. And and so I realized as I was talking about being needy out loud that one of the people that really needed to be needy out loud is me. In other words, I I need to, to do this as much as anybody. So that first night, you know, there were a bunch of um, cards that really just shocked me on how honest these people were with their needs. And some of the people that I'd actually known for several boot camps that I'm like, oh, my gosh, I wish I'd have known that years ago. I could have been praying for that. I mean, I didn't know. So it was really cool that they were needy out loud. But then the second day, something happened. <laughs> my friend Andy Thomas, who does Masculine Journey with us, he did the wound talk. And when he did the wound talk, he told me that God gave him this ending that we'd never used before. And at the end of this, we often use this movie clip. And I hope at some point in time you've seen the movie Goodwill Hunting. If not, go watch it. It's unbelievably powerful. So in the movie Goodwill Hunting, there's a scene where Matt Damon's character, Will, has been beaten by his father with a wrench, okay? And there's pictures of Will in this file that Robin Williams is holding, and and he clearly says to, to Matt, you know, Damon, you know, do you want to see this file? And, he's, and he goes into why his father beat him with a wrench. Well, so what Andy did at the end of this wound talk, rather than the normal, we just go out to our covenant of silence, which I'll explain in a minute, maybe on the other side of the break, Andy said, you know, you have a file. Why don't we all close our eyes and ask God to show us our file? And so as we went out on our covenant of silence, which is an hour out in the woods alone with God, we had the mission of trying to look into your file of what that looked like for you. And again, this wound is often a father wound but it could be other kinds of wounds. And so, oh my goodness, when I get out there and I'm in my covenant of silence, I'm by myself in this field and I begin to pray and ask God, show me my file. As you might imagine, (laughs) I don't have one. I've got about six, (laughs) probably more than that. But anyway, we'll get to that one file and I hope you're thinking about your file and I hope you're thinking about being needy out loud because we will get to the point where you call and tell us, what you could we could pray with you for 866-348-7884 we'll be right back with so much more what would stop superman you're listening to the truth network and truthnetwork.com than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. What would stop Superman today on the Christian Car Guy Show? What would stop 
Jesus, as we talked about at the beginning of the show, two blind beggars who were needy out loud, saying, Jesus, have mercy on us. We need to see, and don't I need to see, <laughs> as the case may be. So we were talking about that we'd gone to this boot camp and that that my friend Annie Thomas, Andy Thomas had given this talk in a neat way where he'd ask us to look at these files. Like, where was your file where you were beat with a wrench or whatever the case may be? <clears throat> and I had mentioned that, you know, it seemed like I'd seen about six files, but when I began to process, you know, I asked God to pick which one was the big, which one was the biggie. And and when He opened that file, I got to tell you, it was a pretty gruesome picture of my sin, totally exposed. Uh, when I was seventeen, I was dating a girl, and we had probably gone too far, doing things that we shouldn't have been doing, and we got really engaged to be married, and I, so I sort of reasoned that it was okay, because we'd soon be married, and very unfortunately, on Labor Day 1973, all of that came out in a tragic way. She had what's called a tubular pregnancy, which means that the egg, having been fertilized in the fallopian tube, you know, it begins to grow and soon burst the tube, which caused, in her case, major hemorrhaging, loss of blood, and, and a loss of the baby. Well, as you might imagine... She's rushed to the hospital. My parents, her parents were all in the surgical waiting room. And I would have gladly traded a beating with a wrench, <laughs> believe me, over sitting with them going through this time, which God was gracious and, and saved her life. Um, but it was certainly something that I had never really asked Jesus to come in and begin to heal. And so what a what an opportunity that was for me out there in this field to begin to process. You know, God, what's inside of this that you would like to get at? And certainly there were some forgiveness issues, forgiveness of myself, um, forgiveness for Daniel, for the young lady involved, forgiveness from my parents and, and, and their, her parents, which were, as you might imagine, pretty upset. So that was there, and then there was this whole agreement that I had made that I was tarnished and, you know, no good anymore, not lovable. There, were, there was all these things that I needed to break, and I worked on that. But the thing that God really kind of hit me right between the eyes with was that I had never mourned the loss of that baby. I mean, whoa. And, and, and so in order to be needy out loud and, and practice what I preach, so to speak, I wrote out my own prayer card, right? Um, talking about what had happened. And of course, every night the team gets together and lo and behold, here's a prayer card from Robbie. And they're, they're like, well, somebody must've written this to Robbie. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, that's, that's, that's my prayer card. Cause I, I, I'm being needy out loud. I'm, I'm, you know, I have this, and, and this is something, you know, and, and so, you know, what a neat thing. My brothers, my dear brothers, you know, encircling me, helping me through this. Why? Because God it was giving me this whole vision of what it means to be needy out loud. So God wasn't done. He wasn't close to done. <laughs> we had an amazing camp. You know, it it, 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 it goes on for um four days. And so when we got to the last day, which usually most guys are all ready and packed up to go and everybody's trying to get out of there, we have this little question and answer session at the end. And 
you know, when we asked the guys if they had any questions, one of the first guys, you know, said, well, would you pray over us? So we, we actually broke out individually and, and got, everybody got somebody that they knew a need that they had in their life based on what, and, and we prayed for them. It was a really awesome time. And we, we sat back down and said, now does anybody else have some questions? Well, there was a young man at the camp who was only 19 years old. His name was Josh from Georgia. And he said, well, how can we pray for you? <laughs> I mean, how cool was that? That that was his question. So I just like the spirit of God just went, okay, here we go. Here's what I got. And I just told him the same story I just told you. And, and, and when I did that, I guess it's like when the spirit of God moves that it just starts blowing. And so all the guys on the team, not just me, but the other speakers and the other people that were assisting all shared what I thought were deep needs. And then you know what happened? The campers came and prayed over uh, individually, came over and prayed over us. Like, you know, I've done a lot of boot camps over the years, but I've ne- I will never, ever forget this moment where usually people are wanting to leave, right? But in this case, what's going on is the Spirit of God is saying, now we got, we came here to do something. And, and every Every one of us came in with needs, and Jesus knew what they were. But can we be honest about them? Can we share those things out loud? Can we be persistent against those noises in our own heads? Shut up, you blind beggar. (laughs) No, you shut up. I am going to be needy out loud, okay? And I say all this to say, you know, God gave me this vision for the show today and said, you know, wouldn't it be cool? You know, if you would have the courage to call in with what you got, 866-348-7884 is the number to call in to be needy out loud. Of course, the whole Jesus labor love, we would never be able to help all these wonderful single moms, widows, and families in crisis if they weren't needy out loud, right? So, you know, you want to stop Superman today? Let me tell you how to do it. You pick up the phone you know, and be courageous on something that, that, that you know, you know, you're trying to deal with this. It's, it's beyond what you've got. And, and God's got it there for us to experience his mercy, not just between me and, and him, but, but with the body of Christ, right? Because how much more effective is the fervent prayer of all these righteous people that are listening right now? So I know it takes some courage, but you can do it. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. we got so much more. Christian Carguy Show coming up. Stay tuned. Listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. What would stop Superman slash Jesus today? 
on the Christian car guy? And the answer is the needy out loud from Matthew 20. We talked about how, like, wow, Jesus stopped in his tracks with the crowd and all that and went over and helped these two blind beggars, which, you know, quite often I find myself in that role. And we've asked you to call in with your need that you could be needy out loud that you could be honest about it and persistent against the naysayers that tell you, shut up, you blind beggar. <laughs> 866-348-7884 is the number to call in, 866-34-TRUTH. And we have my good friend Sarah and Linda is in Port Orchard, Washington this morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm just fine. I, I, I wrote a song as you were... Uh, you know, uh, uh, well, I well, you know, I'm just a a, a model T Ford, you know, <laughs> with a bent chassis, and uh, well, you know, and she's just kind of slow night now, but uh, I I <laughs> wrote the poem, and uh, I didn't get the well, at least. I got it in my mind, but I can't seem to get that part out. So uh, I'll just uh, sing what I've got, and then I'll uh, say the rest of it. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, without please. A, without a poem. <laughs> uh, show me my file, Lord. Show me my file while I am waiting. It's so, it seems so long a while, all of these years, Lord, you've been my friend. All of these years, Lord, seems without an end. My sweet granddaughter, she lost a child from the same problem, sweet little child. Okay, that's all I got written down, and then I can't, you know... Anyway, let me tell you the rest, okay? <laughs> oh, please. Oh, I didn't know your name. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah, my sweet granddaughter. She, she's now almost 50, but she had uh, unfortunate uh, people took advantage. She's had a, uh, she had a, uh, a, 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 oh gosh, here comes my stutter. So whatever, she... Uh, a Lord, tubular uh, pregnancy? Anyway. Is that what she... Yes, yeah. thanks. <laughs> and also that it was... Uh, when she was she under medical uh, su- supervision from her mom and uh, uh, because she had a, a, a injury when she was... A, a head injury when she was nine. Oh, and uh, it's had problems ever since. But so someone took advantage of it just, uh, uh, you know, just yeah. well to, for her to have this ch- right. lovely little child, I know. Yeah. So anyway, that's quite a sorrow, you know, for... Yes. But, uh, because she's going to have a, a an operation uh, to... Because she's been having these, uh, uh, anyway, she's had uh, a problem that she has to be taken care of, and she thinks she's going to have this baby. So, well, anyway, I'm going to write her letter, 
let's let's keeper. just lift that up right the second, Sherilyn. I mean, it's just yeah. absolutely beautiful that yeah. God would give us they, this opportunity. I can certainly relate. So, her name is Karen. Karen, uh-huh. Jesus, thank you for Karen, her precious life that you've maintained through what sounds like some real trials, and and Lord, it sounds like she really like me is is suffered this loss of a baby and and in her case out of innocence and um just really taken advantage of lord we pray for her heart because you 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 say in isaiah 61 that you're going to bind up the brokenhearted and you're going to set the captives free so we know that you have this baby protected in your care And, and we know that you have karen protected in your care and and you've healed her um whether it's in this life or the next, and we yeah. will we will be united, and, and and Lord use this, use this to comfort others, and and an opportunity to comfort Sarah Linda in in her heart that is also broken. I can hear over all that's going on. Uh, I thank you for her love for her family, and, and um, I lift up her heart again over the other granddaughter that she lost recently, and yeah. um, oh yeah. Lord, I, I'm, I'm so grateful that she had the courage to call and and, and be needy out loud, Lord. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for my friend and her gift of poetry. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. And thank you so much. And God bless you very much. Same here, Sir Linda. Thank you. That's yeah. courageous. God bless. Wow. God bless you. Wow. Um, so you can see this is a, a, a special time Jesus has given us to look at our files. And, and you know, if you don't have, <clears throat> or don't feel led by the Spirit to call us, it's fine. You know, but get those files out and, and ask Jesus to come into those places and, and have him take a look and, and see if there's some forgiveness needed. See if there's some agreements that you might have made that you need to break. See if, if there's somebody that would pray for you um, along the lines of, of the healing that's that's needed as a result of some of the beatings that we've taken. Um, of course, in my case, I'm led right into it, but nonetheless, um, you know, this isn't what God had in mind, and he definitely has a healing in mind. So I told you at the beginning of the show, or before I go on, I, please, somebody else call that wants to, 866-348-7884. We have all these lines open, and I would love to pray with you, talk to you, all those things, 866-348-7884. But I told you at the beginning of the show that this show was brought to you by Ab, sort of the Aleph Bet, or the what we call Abba Father. And, and what I found, I looked up needy in Hebrew, and it kind of shocked me, <laughs> like, at the beginning of the word needy, needy is ab. And, and when I started to look at all the words in the concordance that start with ab, and almost all of them say, my father is mighty, my father is this, my father is that. But interestingly, when it comes to the word needy, it then is followed by this other word that's sort of like a compound word that would be the word for mire, like when David said, my feet are stuck in the miry pit in, in, in Psalms 42, chapter 40, verse 2. Um, and I started to see this, oh, oh, maybe that mire 
that we are sinking down into, if you've ever stepped into quicksand, which I've lived in Colorado and I've stepped into it and you, there's no bottom to it. And immediately you start to drop and your life has been built on sinking sand. Okay. You're getting the picture, right? Well, you immediately do what? Look up. You need a father. I mean, it's fatherlessness that is really at the heart of being needy, right? I, I am needy as a result of my orphan spirit. I am needy as a result of of needing a father, right? And in Deuteronomy 15, um, there was this spoken by Moses, you know, when he was getting the laws, it says from God, it said, for the poor shall never cease out of the land. Therefore, I command you saying, you shall open your hand unto your brother, to the poor and to the needy in the land. And, and, and when you think about that particular passage and that law that they're talking about, that is why Ruth, right, when, you know, Naomi's um, daughter-in-law went out into the fields to glean, Boaz, right, saw her as a needy, out loud kind of person, right? She was willing to go out there and start gleaning amongst the other poor people. And as a result, like the kinsman redeemer he is, Boaz slash Jesus, right, he came and it's so cool to me that the word for hope in Hebrew is takava. Well, the first place you find it is when Naomi tells Ruth, we have no hope that you will ever have a baby, so you need to go back to Moab. Well, there was hope. God showed Naomi something and certainly showed Ruth as a result of being needy out loud. And we have one more segment for you to call in and be needy out loud with us. We would love to pray with you, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Stay tuned. we got so much more Christian Car Guy Show coming up. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. What would stop Superman or slash Jesus today, as we know? It's being needy out loud. And, and sp- speaking of being needy out loud today on The Cure, coming up at 1 o'clock on the Truth Network, uh, with Amy Cabo, she's got uh, police officers and PTSD. You know, that's certainly some um, neediness out loud. She has Donna Michael, who is a retired police officer, and they're going to be discussing that. And so you don't want to miss that. It's coming up at one o'clock on the Truth Network. But also, we're hoping that you will call in with your needs, 866 348 7884. And we do have John is in Greenwood, South Carolina. So excited you're calling today, John. You're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hi, this is my first time calling in. I've been listening for a while and um, just wanted to tell you how much I appreciate in the Lord what you do and, and just, um, just that the Lord has spoken to me through you. And I just wanted to encourage you in that way. And this is a, this is a really core issue. Uh, it's interesting that. That I've got daddy issues that are that are coming up the day before Mother's Day, yeah. and um, it's uh, 
But I had a dream somewhere in my twenties, and it's one of my one of the most clear dreams that I've I've ever had, and I still remember it with just uh, utter clarity. I was my father was driving, and I was in the passenger seat, and my dad looked over at me, and said, "We are going to see your real father," mm. and that's all the dream was. And it, it and I realized at that point that my father is not really my daddy. And, and, and you talking about Ab really has, has really touched me because I, I, um, I, the Lord has really become Abba to me lately. And I realized that he's my real father. And that I, I had just um, terrible abuse that I suffered from my father. Not to the degree that other people did, but just as an example... Uh, we used to live in the country, and we had a an arbor that he had planted, planted with muscadines and scuppernons. And I don't know whether you know the difference in the two. They're, they're two different types of grapes. Right. One is, is a big green grape, and the other is a much smaller purple grape. And somehow or another, he, he thought that he had only planted uh, scuppernons, excuse me, only muscadines. And when I was five years old, I went up underneath this arbor, and I was exploring. This is just this is something that is very true of me. That I've gone places that other people wouldn't go. And so I, even <laughs> right. at, at four and five years old, I was doing things like this. So I think I was five at the time. And I was up underneath there, and I knew what a scuppernon was, and I knew what a muscadine was. And I found uh, scuppernons growing on a muscadine arbor. Hmm. And I came out with this huge handful of them. And was eating them in front of my dad. And my dad asked me, John, and he used to call me Johnny then, Johnny, where where did you get the, the, the scuppernons? And I said, I got them from up underneath the, the, the vine there. And he said, you did not. And I said, I did. And there was this, this prolonged disagreement. And dad finally accused me that I was an inveterate liar, of being essentially an inveterate liar, and that he was going to break me right then. And he took me and beat me. From, from my neck all the way down my legs with a belt. And what that has done to me is, is that has triggered in me over the years just, an, just a, a, a visceral anger every time something comes up where I know I'm telling the truth and people don't believe me. And so that's part of my file. And I, I don't remember what you mentioned about in Goodwill Hunting, the file. I don't remember that part. I'm going to have to go back and watch it. But um, my mother, and, and, and things went war- just from, from bad to worse with my father. And uh, dad wound up getting his disability because he was a disabled veteran. And he, his father did that sort of thing to him. So it was a case of the sins of the fathers being passed on from the, the, the father to the son to the fourth generation. And so we've seen that lived out. And just the, the thing that I want to glorify I'm sorry, I'm a little choked up. But the thing that I really, I'm 63, pushing 64. And on my 59th birthday, it was as if the Lord stood over my bed as I was waking up that morning and gave me one of the best Christmas, one of the best birthday gifts I've ever had in my entire life. And he essentially freed me from my anger towards my father. And, and made me aware of how much of my life, how much was in my file about my anger towards my father and over his doing that and over his never having acknowledged it or, or dealt with it. And I saw him on another occasion, 
And I don't know whether my dad was, was mentally ill, whether there was brain damage there, what was going on with him. But we, he had, we had a litter of puppies from, from a little dog named Trixie. And uh, the dog was half Chihuahua and half Rat Terrier, just a fantastic little dog. Well, she couldn't produce enough milk. And my father took those puppies who, that still had their, their eyes closed, and he took them out behind the well house that we had out in the country, and he took a hammer. I can't. I can't. Uh, I, I got. I got. That'll. This will be my file. Please. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But 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 he did. And I saw him doing that, and for years, it was. And 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 he could have, it could have fed them, bottle fed them, could have done any number of other things, but I refused going into Christian ministry because I had this issue against God, and I felt towards God the way oh, yeah. I felt towards my father at that moment. And so nearly five years ago, the Lord released me from that. And it was as if he stood straight over my bed and allowed me to forgive him for both those things. You know, John, what was in that scene from Goodwill Hunting, which I do hope you'll go watch it again. I will, I will. But Robin Williams starts to tell Will, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. And he keeps repeating it, and Will says, "Yeah, I know," but he keeps getting more upset because. Yeah, no, I do. I do remember that, and uh-huh. I, and, and that wasn't that wasn't my issue. That it was my fault. It was Satan using that to accuse God in yeah. my life. Yeah, I I get that. Completely, and that's so. what the issue with me was I... that I believed that God was like my father at the moment that He killed those puppies, and at the moment that He beat me for discovering and not believing me for discovering the truth about the the uh, scupper and the musky and, and what we have found, I'm sure you found the same thing, John, is God comes at it and he, and he takes this layer off, kind of like an onion, and you, and you work through that one, and then there's another layer, and there's another layer. So is it okay if I pray with you? Please do. And I've, I've got some immediate financial needs that I don't want to go into, but I've got it just a. Okay. I don't know whether you've ever been fishing with an open, uh, uh, open-faced rod. Oh, yeah, sure. You, where you get a backlash, oh, yeah. you get a, and you get a bird nest. I've got a bird nest with my house and some other things. Okay, so well, the Lord knows what it is. I don't need to go into any depth well, about it, but well, but I would appreciate prayer about that. Of course, sure. And I hate we're almost out of time. but I understand uh, that. I'm for Janice and Anne who are on, I'm going to probably hold you over to Kingdom Pursuits and, and get to your needs because I don't want to miss them. So, Jesus, thank you for John. I thank you so much for his courage to call in and share I'm sure there's a lot of people listening who can relate. And for all of us, Lord, we don't want you to be um, the one we're angry at. So, Lord, we pray that you would continue to heal, peel off our layers, show us where you want to get to in this, help us open our files, be honest, be needy out loud, and, and share these things that you might have us be set free to be your sons in the kingdom and be led by you. And, and we ask this in Jesus' name. So I, I'm so grateful for you, John, and for a chance for for Janice and Ann and all that, that have called in. Janice, please stay with us. And we will be back in a few minutes with Kingdom Pursuits, and we'll get to Janice then. And um, again, remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And I'm so grateful for you all. Listen to the Christian Car Guy Show. This is the Truth Network.